Hello and welcome to the Jonesing for Sports podcast, the one-stop podcast for all your sports needs in the great state of Michigan, both pro and college. I am your host, Cody, joined by my other host, Travis. That's my brother. And we're going to be breaking down for you, Hate Week, the matchup between Michigan and Michigan State. I actually hate doing these intros, by the way. But you know what I hate even more? Michigan Michigan State. State. Let's get into it. (laughs) You know, another thing I hate is um, Brandon not being here. You might notice that we are a member short. Brandon is feeling a little bit under the weather. But don't worry. Even though he's sick, he still is full of hatred. Yeah. I mean, there's only a handful of things I hate more than, you know, family being sick. And that's Michigan State makes the list. Brandon's sick. Sister's sick. My girlfriend's sick. Fiance now. I thought you were, I thought you were just listing people that if they got sick you would you would hate, that. hate but no they're all sick. I also hate it, but they're Every, all sick right now. Everybody's sick. So I mean, I Taylor took, was just talking about the school she teaches out. There's like four or five people that straight up have pneumonia, and that's not viral. No, that's just they have it. Well, <laughs> it's, it's bonkers. That is really weird. Yeah. Uh, I took coworkers sick too. It's going around. Don't worry about sick. Oh, my computer is almost dead. So you keep good. talking, Coach. But... <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to just monologue by myself. Monologue. Well, I guess you guys are uh, unfortunate enough to just have me all to yourselves. While Travis hopefully finds a computer charger here real soon. And we're back. Whoa! What did you? Oh, okay. <laughs> you plugged it into the outlet. Good. That couldn't have come at a better time because I literally had nothing to say. Because uh, frankly, there's not a whole lot that we're going to talk about today. I mean... Short and sweet and to the point. Yeah. I mean, we hate Michigan State. We've covered that much. Um, to be frank with you, I I am still feeling in just a, a terrible way about the rivalry. It's not in a fun place right now. Usually when you think of like the banter on the internet in the week leading up to a matchup, like there might be some witty jabs, kind of fun back and forth. It is still just so toxic. (laughs) Like nobody has anything. Like I'm not expecting good things to be said about either fan base, but just like none of it is like clever or funny. Like every once in a while, somebody will say something and you're like, ah, it's a pretty good troll. It's nothing like that. It's just like, it's just rehashing old things that were, one side or the other did something that the other side thinks was dirty or bad, and it's just reposts of. Remember that time that Michigan just scuffed their feet through the Michigan State logo or or the tunnel? It's just rehashing these dark moments and then just fighting and being bitter. Which kind of makes sense because this game is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, so there's... Huh. Uh, choice of words there um you know there's not a whole lot to look forward to on that front of things so i think i don't know looking beyond that matchup for something more is just what people gravitate towards but it's just kind of a sad place for things to be you know msu is diving deep into you know their q and on side trying to discover if urban meyer is going to be their head coach flying into meetings that which is hilarious (laughs) i was all in on their weird stalky investigation they were doing just stalking straight up stalking urban meyer and michigan state's athletic director flying around the country it's hilarious but also pretty funny and i i couldn't (laughs) even read that whole thread trav that you shared it's a lot because well it wasn't just because it was a lot it was just sad (laughs) because here's the funny thing there's there is definitely a bit to it that's funny 
there are, you know, there's the whole meme, like Urban Meyer to Michigan State. And people created that meme and they're like, it has to happen. And like, they recognized that it was a meme. And so because of that, like it would get people going. Like people would be like, you can't do that. It's a terrible move. Yeah. Um, and because of that, they would just pump it up even more. Like Urban Meyer to Michigan State is going to happen. But in the process... There are people that adamantly want that to happen and believe that it's going to happen. And they don't care how horrible of a look that is. You know, firing your your past head coach for all these horrible allegations, um, you know, terrible look for the university that's had scandals in the past that really needs to distance itself from this type of thing to go to Urban Meyer, who is probably (laughs) the scummiest name that's currently involved in football in any capacity like that is just bonkers to me that people would want that but some do and so just to see that it's a little bit sad um but i mean i i would hate it all around just because i don't think he deserves to coach in any capacity but he's also a really good football coach (laughs) so if we were to ever lose to an urban meyer led michigan state team like that's about the worst thing i could ever think of um, so those two don't deserve each other. But if we were to beat them every single year, that's the flip also side. Of it. Would be <laughs> that's really the flip fun. side of it. I can't think of another coach who would be more fun to beat. Um, but you know, I'm not too worried about losing to them anytime soon because we have all their signals. So don't <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. Oh boy, that's uh, that's a conversation in and of itself. I mean, we can either get into that now or later, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about that. We could talk about the over-under on assaults that are going to happen on or off the field. In <laughs> Always healthy to bet on assaults. It is a night game, uh, which I don't know what they were thinking with that. Uh, it's going to be a rowdy atmosphere. It's just going to be ugly all around, Trav. I, I just feel like I'm looking forward to this hate week the least I ever have. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm alone there or what. I, I'm looking forward to it. This okay. is the most... Not... Compared to other hate weeks, probably less. Okay. But this year, like, especially with the schedule Michigan's had leading up to it, it's been pretty weak schedule. Yeah. And we finally get a team that we really care about trouncing. Uh, so I care about that a lot. Um, and then, thanks a lot, Michigan and or NCAA, for throwing this cog into the wheel on hate week of Spygate and sign stealing. Uh don't know what's true or what's not yet with that, but it just that sucks too that that came out on Hate Week. Yeah, because um, there was rumors that Michigan State was they're going to use that as a huge excuse, and oh, it's yeah. not even as an excuse. They're going to deflect to it. Yeah, I, uh, and I, that's going to be really annoying. Yeah, the timing of it does suck. Um, so there are all different reports all over the place. You know, one was saying that. The time that it would take to get through all this, you know, makes it so that they wouldn't really do anything until after the season. But at the same time, like you said, it's going to be a huge deflection point. I read in The Athletic that uh, representatives of Michigan State had mentioned they might not even play this game for in the name <laughs> of the health and safety of their players, which is just the biggest load of bullcrap. <laughs> um, and they are playing the game. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. This game has always been, in my mind, um, not much to gain from Michigan because it's a game they should win, and they should win handily. I disagree. 
Okay, well, I'll say my point okay. real quick yeah. and then go ahead and rebut. But, you know, this is a game they should win. They should win by a lot. And if they do, then it's like, good. That's what you were supposed to do. If it's even remotely close, if Michigan State covers and they still get destroyed, the line is 24. If Michigan State loses by 23, they're going to rub <laughs> it in Michigan's faces. Uh, maybe 23 is a little bit close. But, I mean, honestly, you have Michigan allegedly stealing signs and Michigan State's program being currently just in absolute rubble. They're going to take anything like that and turn it into a victory and rub it in Michigan's faces. And so during hate week prior to this signal scandal, they really didn't have anything to cling to. But these past things, you know, tearing up the MSU logo or trying to spin Tunnelgate into something that was entirely Michigan's fault. Um, now they have something completely fresh. And frankly, it's not a good look. Like, we can't come on here and just say like, oh, yeah, this is all fine. I mean, I do believe that there are tons of teams that do this and that the NCAA is on a witch hunt to just make an example of Michigan. That said, you can't, <laughs> you can't travel to games and film the coaching staff to steal signals. Raise your um, hand if you think it's probably happening. Oh, for, like at Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both hands are up for yep. those listening in an audio. Um, I, I do not doubt that Michigan is doing this. <laughs> now, raise your hand if you think probably everyone is doing it. I'm not going to say I, probably everyone. I think majority of good teams are. So I think the bigger teams, like the teams that... And that's all I care about. Like if you're yeah. a small team, who cares if you're stealing signs? You yeah. suck. <laughs> so when I say most of everyone, I'm only talking about the good teams. And the, for those interested... So Michigan like, State's not stealing signs because it's not going to help them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing that grinds my gears is that the allegations are for this current year, right? Mm -hmm. And all that... Michigan has played have been absolute garbage teams. Yep. Teams that like they really didn't need to steal signs for. That said, like if they did, it's not a good look and it does give them an advantage. But it's like Michigan doesn't need to steal signs to beat a Rutgers. So, will you clarify the rules for yeah. the listeners? Because you did a lot of homework before this pod. Yeah. And I think I was... you understand it better than uh, for sure I did earlier today. I was a little confused by it at the onset too because. You know, I thought it was actually pretty normal for scouts to go to other teams and watch them in person. Um, but apparently you are not allowed to record at all when you send somebody to go watch another team. Um, that is not allowed. Any film that you use has to be like TV coverage, essentially. So you can't send somebody to record, uh, especially record the sidelines to try and decipher <laughs> signs. You can steal signs or decipher them live. Like when you are playing that team, that's something you're allowed to do. That's considered um, a little bit more within the spirit of the game. And in that game, you just need to do a better job of, you know, um, disguising what you're trying to do. But at the college level, they're not changing up their signs too much throughout the season. It's just a little bit trickier to do with your college athletes compared to the NFL. And so if you do record what the other teams are doing in games throughout the year, you should be able to get a pretty good idea of what their signs are, and you're going to be able to use that against them. And so if Michigan does have a pretty vast network of sign stealers going to these <laughs> other games, that is a pretty tremendous advantage and uh, shouldn't be allowed. I'm not going to pretend that it should be, but I do, I do think they're not the only ones doing it. Um, I just hate the timing of it because it's one thing after another. They just won't let Michigan go. <laughs> The confusing thing with it is the NCAA rulebook 
doesn't list a penalty for it. Right. And Cody and I were talking about that pre-potting. Uh, she probably shouldn't have, but it's whatever. Just to discuss it, and as that's annoying to me. Like, if there's a rule, there should be a punishment listed. Like, when I was a general manager, I had policies and procedures. I had to list what the punishment was to those. Because if I just say you're not allowed to be late to work, well, what am I going to do to the employee when they're late? I could just be a jerk because we're an at-will employer and you screw up. Bye-bye. But that's not fair to anyone. No one's going to want to work for you. That's what the NCAA is doing with their rule book. List the penalties, NCAA. Don't make them up on the fly. That's just corrupt and power-hungry. List the penalties. It's easy. It's so easy. And if you like, don't like how it was and need to... That's how you can revise things. Each year you can revise things as need be. Just list a penalty. Like, everybody does that. Yeah. Uh, the NFL with gambling. What if the NFL had no rule for their gambling stuff? And honestly, they kind of didn't. Yeah. You know what they did? <laughs> they don't because the Lions were making them money. So they said, you know what, JMO? You can come back two weeks early. They changed the rule. They have the rule now, though. Because I think there was outrage about it. Yeah. And so... But they don't. They didn't care about the outrage. They didn't care one <laughs> bit about the outrage. They cared about the money, the bottom line. Example is, there's at least a... that lists the punishment now right. in the NFL. So right. if you get caught doing these things, you know what your punishment is. If you get caught doing steroids in the N, N, NBA... <laughs> well, the NBA too, but Major League Baseball, mm. there's clear-cut performance enhancement drug rules where you're out... 15 games, 50 games, a season. Uh, that's clear cut. That's normal. Just list a penalty. I haven't heard any outrage over this stuff. I think we need to start being mad about this with NCAA. Oh, I think people will be, um, but it's just going to take time because this is going to take a while. It's going to reach a kind of a boiling point in the off season. I think. I don't think it's something we're going to see the repercussions of this current season. But the NCAA hasn't even reached its final decision, its verdict, with like the Burgergate stuff that was going on <laughs> earlier. You know, Michigan imposed that four-game ban on Harbaugh to try and lessen that whole sentence. But if I'm being honest about how I feel about the whole thing, I don't think that's going to make a dent in the NCAA's decision one bit. I don't think they care that Michigan punished Jim Harbaugh because they want to have their own punishment. They want to make sure that... I mean, also, we had a cupcake schedule. There's no getting around that. Mm -hmm. It would have been nice to have Harbaugh there the whole time, but we were still able to escape that stretch undefeated. And in the grand scheme of things, not the biggest deal. I think the NCAA is still waiting to drop the hammer from that offense. Now we got one more thing. I think that's just going to tack right onto it. Harbaugh's I, for sure not coaching against Texas next year. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that's massive. And at this point, you have to wonder if he's going to be coaching for the University of Michigan. We have still yet to get a, a contract signed for him. And I put that on Word Manual more than anybody. But at the same time, as much as I love this university, I put myself in his shoes, I wouldn't want to come back to this. I would want to just be done with this drama. I hate drama so much. And it's, I mean, for starters, yeah, maybe follow the rules. Maybe don't <laughs> cheat so much. I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> Step number one, stop cheating. <laughs> I'm not going to be one that is pretending that Michigan has just been a darling. They have <laughs> they have been an SEC school lately. <laughs> um, that said, I hate the hypocrisy because the SEC is not punished. If we were located a little bit further south, everything would be fine. Or maybe not because the NCAA just hates Michigan. 
But if I were Jim Harbaugh, I would just be so done with it because Michigan's unwilling to get with the rest of the world in paying players and getting us on a fair, not a fair, but like equal playing field with the other schools that are willing to pay players for NIL. Um, so recruiting's already at a difficult standpoint. But now the NCAA is against him too, getting him for every single infraction imaginable that these other schools are definitely committing themselves. I would just be so done with it. So yeah, I am really not looking forward to seeing what the repercussions are for 2024 and beyond, but I think it might go even bigger than that. Like this might keep us from re-signing our back-to-back Big Ten championship winning coach. And so I think we've yet to see the full ramifications of this, and I think they could be quite massive. Here's a spin take. What if Harbaugh knows he's gone next year and he's like, it's going to take him a year to punish me. I'm going to do everything in my power (laughs) to win the championship this year. Scouting, burgers, whatever it takes. (laughs) We're going to win it this year and we're going to have all the advantages possible. And then I'm going to (laughs) bounce. I like the spin take. Um for for Signalgate, <clears throat> except Burgergate, I still believe is absolutely nothing. Like I think that's a joke of a witch hunt. Mm-hmm. Signalgate, there could be something there. <laughs> I do think he still loves this university. But oh yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance he feels a little bit spurned by him. Um, you know, he took a little bit of a pay cut uh, before he won back to back Big Ten championships, and they've done nothing to reward him since then. So and and they're not helping him out in the recruiting case too. So you know maybe maybe he's feeling just done and he wants to. I don't know. I guess I was gonna say cement his legacy. That's one way to do it. <laughs> Get the natty, but then hit the program with just sanction Sanctions. after sanction in his wake. <laughs> what um, a like complex legacy he has. Like when you try to like think what is Harbaugh about. Like I often think he seems like a really nice guy. Like someone you'd like wave at, he'd wave back. He's gonna mow his lawn, his lawn with his shirt off and his khakis. Just like a kind of an average guy. And then like, the, if you're not a fan of him, there's just a lot of fuel to not like him. I don't think I'd ever call him average. <laughs> not not okay. I'm a fan of Jim, and he's weird. Average <laughs> Joe though, not average. Like okay. he's weird, but like the things he enjoys doing. And just kind of like a dad. <laughs> oh, dad for sure. Uh, so there's that part of him, which he's got an endearing side, especially to Michigan fans. Just to Michigan fans. What I can't understand is other people hate him with a with a passion. Well, there's more and more little reasons like this <laughs> that are fueling that. I don't think this is going to sway any Michigan fans to dislike him because most understand... I, I don't know. It's not. It's not going to sway many because they understand he's a really good coach as well. And really uh, good coach, but he's also being hunted. Yes, he's being hunted, uh, but he's also dropping. He's like the witch hunters are chasing the witch, but he's leaving a candy trail for them, <laughs> so they can keep chasing him pretty easily. Maybe he likes the drama. <laughs> you know, he he might. You know, he might be mowing the lawn with his shirt off, looking like an average dude. Uh, oh my goodness, what Ooh. a catch if that was good. Uh, we're um, recording this Thursday night. Thursday night football's going on. Uh, there were some great uh, boost bets for this game tonight. Yeah, all the ones you made up trying to get me on. And you didn't get in on that? No. Oh, I thought you were cheering because you did get in no, on it. No, I tried to... Okay, he didn't get that. It disappeared <laughs> as soon as I started to look for him. Anyways, 
Um, I got proof. You think, you think Jimbo is just a normal dude? Right there. But you won your Travis Etienne Jr. Anytime touchdown score bet. Well, yeah, it existed. <laughs> we will talk about that more <laughs> later. <laughs> but then he's done mowing the lawn, and he goes into his living room to watch Love is Blind or um, Love Island. Or I don't know why they all have to be love shows, but, you know, the, dr- the drama ones. Mm-hmm. The ones that's like... Maybe it's not healthy to be watching this for long periods of time uh, just because this is so toxic and this is so dramatic. Maybe he loves it. You know, maybe he feeds on it. Maybe he loves that attention. He might. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. Anything else on Signal, Stealing Gate? Uh, I mean, I'm sure Brandon will have plenty of thoughts. I think, I guess we'll just have to see. I can't wait to talk to him more about it. Um, and this will be a continuing story, I'm sure. 100%. So we'll have more as it unravels. And and like we said, I don't think it changes anything for this season. It's just unfortunate. The timing of it sucks for Hate Week. Um, but it also, I'm just imagining, like this is best case scenario, Michigan wins a natty. Michigan State fans, Ohio State fans already have the narrative. Of course they won. They already knew what the other team was going <laughs> to do. Like they have their asterisk there ready to go, yep. uh, which which sucks, especially since that. like I am sure that Michigan wouldn't be the first national champion to have done something like that <laughs> because I am pretty convinced there are a lot of teams doing this, but it doesn't get coverage. Mm-hmm. So nobody thinks of these other teams as dirty teams, even though they're just like all the other teams doing it. So again, not saying that it's good or should be allowed, but it's it's tough. It's unfortunate. And I makes me hate the NCAA even more. Agreed. Let's uh let's jump into the actual game. Uh the ca- the real cause for hate week. Michigan Michigan State night game in East Lansing early season before the season started. Lots of threats towards Michigan fans coming into town. Uh lots of hopes from both teams that either one could win. Uh now if Michigan loses, it's the upset of the year. <laughs> Michigan should not lose this game. And like Cody was saying at the beginning of this episode... It's the upset of the decade. <laughs> this Michigan Mich- should not lose this game. <laughs> the last time that Michigan lost to Michigan State, and I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't happen, but in 2021, that was a really good MSU team. I mean, their defense wasn't good, but they had Kenny Walker. And we've continued to see in college and as he's gone into the NFL... That dude is a supreme talent. That team was Kenny Walker. Mm-hmm. And as good as Michigan's defense was that year, I don't know that they were stealing signs, uh, and their <laughs> rush defense wasn't as good as it is now. Yep. So as even though that was an upset of sorts, this isn't even in the same conversation of what an upset that would be. This isn't David versus Goliath. This is David like matching up against a caterpillar. <laughs> and the caterpillar unbeknownst to anyone, uh, developed venomous tendencies and took out Goliath. That's what it'd be like if Michigan lost this game. <laughs> um, usually I try and approach hate week a little bit more cautiously because, you know, it's Michigan State. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. This Michigan State team is bad, Trav. This Michigan State team cannot stop the pass. They can stop the run pretty well. That's the one thing that does give me pause for reflection is that that's typically Michigan's identity, their bread and butter. They try and establish dominance through establishing the run. Michigan's been 50-50 on run and pass. They really have delivered on being a more balanced offense, and Michigan State can't stop the pass. They have a horrible pass defense. 
So because of that, I think Michigan's going to exploit it. And then as they continue to gash him through the air, that'll open up the run game. It'll just be a little bit opposite of the way Michigan typically tries to start things off. But I don't have enough faith in Michigan State's offense to keep this remotely close. Last year, Michigan only won by 22. And I I think this is a... Well, the line is 24. Yeah, yeah, so, I, know. Just, so, <laughs> I I think Michigan covers pretty comfortably, actually. Um, you know, lines have been up in the upper 20s, even 30s past few games for Michigan. And uh, they've been starting to cover. They started off the season a little bit slower, but their offense is really starting to click. Um, we talked before about JJ getting punched in the mouth. And uh, I think he's really starting to get dialed in now. You know... He's second in the league in pass completion and QBR. He's looking phenomenal. He's also second in odds to win the Heisman. Hmm. Like, J.J. is cooking right now. He's looking great, um, despite any doubts that anybody might have had after week three. He's looking great, and that's something MSU just can't match up against. In QB play or pass defense, I don't think this one should be close, and I think Michigan covers. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... (laughs) Like Can we just call it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, Michigan State, like you said, uh, they're bad. You do like to think anything can happen in uh, this hate week. It's a huge rivalry, especially for Michigan State. So, And they're still D1 players. They're going to give it their all even more so. This is a 110% kind of week. But like Brandon said last week as we were recording, he doesn't believe in their coaches, and neither do I. And Michigan State's... Like, just dog, give up game last their last game they played. Uh, just somehow finding a way to lose, I think, shows that that this team isn't complete. The coaching staff's not complete, and I think Michigan could show up with their B team and still cover. Twenty four is not a lot comparatively to what we've been seeing this year from this Michigan team, and. Maybe Michigan State saved up everything for this game. And it their season's over. You might as well throw everything at them. And that's, you know, scary. Like Cody was saying, Michigan has – Michigan both teams, like, have nothing to win. Michigan State has everything. Mm-hmm. Michigan is supposed to win. Michigan State, they can do whatever. They can throw the playbook just wide open and get creative and risky. And, and if that's the case, maybe they do get a few kind of fluky things here uh, here and there. I don't remember which team it was against Michigan who they had a pretty good trick play, scored a touchdown, only touchdown of the game against Michigan um, in the first half. And Michigan State, if they find a way to kind of fool Michigan a few times, then... I think I know what you're when smiling are, about. When are we gonna? I don't think you do. Uh, when when are we gonna talk about um, the the reality that Indiana was stealing Michigan signals? Can anybody explain? I was gonna that? go the flip side. Let's <laughs> <laughs> prove Michigan didn't steal anything because they got roasted on that. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> hand blasted in that first quarter. I mean, we were outscored or um, outgained in yardage. It was like 140 to maybe 14 yards in that first quarter. It was insane. To see any team do that against Michigan is very concerning, but IU doesn't do that to anybody. <laughs> so to be doing that to like uh, one of the top defenses in the entire nation, that's pretty concerning. But even more than concerning, uh, I smell illegal activity. And Michigan, 
smelled it out a little bit later, quicker than most teams would, because they said, you think you can cite the dark magic to me? I was there when it was written. <laughs> That's straight from our playbook. We're the sign signals, <laughs> or the, the signal stealers around here. And they started switching things up and got things sorted in the second quarter. But I thought that was just, that was beyond explanation, the way that uh, Indiana was absolutely torching Michigan in that first quarter. Yep. I wasn't with the people that were saying, well, it's been a good season. Time to pack it up, fire everybody. But it was like, it, I just couldn't explain it. I was baffled. I didn't have words. So I'm, I was happy to see them finally figure that out and switch up their signals. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a heck of a first quarter. Um, that's the wrong way to put it. That was a first quarter from hell. And uh, if Michigan State was watching that at all, then maybe they could replicate something like that. I think the typical foil to a team like Michigan in a game like this is, like you said, Michigan State, all they have left is to beat Michigan. And, I mean, you know, they could mess around and make a bowl game if they just won out and uh, <laughs> did the unthinkable. But it's been kind of tradition uh, for Michigan State teams of, of, of late to, that's their whole season, is we're going to give everything to beat Michigan. And if they beat Michigan and they end up getting three wins on the season, that's a win. Yep. You know, um, they had a heck of a season with Kenny Walker in 2021. I think it was 11 wins on the season. Like, that was insane. And they had somebody who should have been a Heisman candidate. Um, and they were rightfully really upset about that. But you know what they cared even more about was just the fact that they beat Michigan. That was all that they really hung on to from that season. Um, which, again, that's a big win. Michigan was a good team. That said, I don't think this is a game that Michigan's going to be sleepwalking through. You mm -hmm. know... In a rivalry game, when one team has nothing to lose and another team might be looking past the other team. And literally just last year's drama that happened in the tunnel. They're not going to look past this Michigan State team because this matchup is personal. Yep. This is not just any other rivalry matchup. I do think this one's going to be pretty toxic. I think we'll see it on the field. It's going to get chippy. It's going to get pretty nasty. I hope we don't see it escalate into something else off the field. Um, escalate on the field. I love it when teams like meet at midfield and they're just, like, yelling at each other. But if you do it in the tunnel, mm-mm, that's toxic. Uh, I'm talking about yelling, not fighting. Uh, but I love it when they're chipping it, like, the chippiness on the field. Uh, I know it's not good sportsmanship, but it is a lot of fun to watch that energy. It's just, I, I, I'm just so torn on it, because I feel like there's there's different levels of chippiness. Mm -hmm. There's chippiness that's, like, more petty, and I kind of love that. <laughs> yeah, like taking a personal foul for sending the whole team onto the field to celebrate a touchdown. Love it. Love that kind of stuff. But then there's like, there's chippiness because you know, that person I think actually wants to kill him. <laughs> like that just like, ugh, I don't, I don't love that. Yep, that's and, fair. You know, I worry for some of those guys sometimes. Um, so yeah, it's going to be nasty, but I don't think Michigan's overlooking Michigan State. I think they want to send a message. At least this game is in East Lansing. They have two tunnels there, so we should be fine. Uh, so safety will be great. Well, it's for the better that there's going to be two tunnels, I suppose. But <laughs> I was I was almost just hoping we'd have another one-tunnel game just to see, like, I want to see how much time they would wait they would make Michigan wait before they go in second. Yep. Because um, I bet it would have been an exorbitant amount of time. Oh, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> super excessive. And it kind of would have been pretty funny. Uh-huh. It would have been really funny. Uh, let's go ahead and maybe make some predictions, and then we'll hit the road into the weekend. 
All right. Well, let me check real quick. I need to, I want to see what that over is. I think the over is 48 points, 48.5. The over is 48 and the line is 23. ETN with another touchdown. Did you bet on two touchdowns? No, I wish. Oh, you uh, have him in fantasy. I got him right? in fantasy. That's right. I almost offered ETN in a trade because I wouldn't normally, but it's my six and a half. Ooh, I, uh, I have got four really good running backs in this fantasy team. And so I was thinking about just trying to beef up the rest of my team. And I was like, well, what running back can I sacrifice? Maybe ETN's number four of my four running backs. He's been on fire lately. ETN's your number four? Probably. (laughs) Man. But, and that team's doing great. That's my best fantasy team I have. Uh, my quarterbacks suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a weird year for quarterbacks too. Yeah. It's been tough to know, like, unless you got Tua, uh, you probably don't have a quarterback you feel has just been absolutely dynamite for you. It's true. Um, but I mean, you know, we probably shouldn't spend the whole time talking about fantasy, but maybe, (laughs) maybe we should, maybe we should have a fantasy segment at some point. That would be fun. I think maybe some people would enjoy that, but let us know, let us know in the discord if that's something you want to get some more action on or if you want to have more pods like the last one where we're just covering our locks of the week and different bets that we're looking in on uh but going back to the different bets particularly the michigan michigan state game that over is 46 and a half michigan um the line is negative 24 points did you say what side of that line you're gonna be on i'm taking the over of both over point scored and over uh michigan's gonna cover okay uh, final score prediction. What was that technically the over? It was 46 and a half. Yeah. I think it's going to be 42 to 10. I was going to say 45, seven. Oh, all right. So we'll see what happens. I, uh, you know what? I said, yeah. Okay. Never mind. That hits. <laughs> I thought I contradicted myself with the hitting the over. Still hit the over with that prediction. No, yeah. I think Michigan State scores. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun conversation. Do you think they'll score? I, I was having the thought, like, do they get a touchdown? Or will it be, uh, you know, just extra points? Or not extra points. That's not possible without a touchdown. Field goals. Um, I, I do think they get a touchdown. Yep. Not sure how it happens necessarily. Um, Everybody gets one. I was baff- I was going back and forth between like seven and ten, but I wanted to sting a little extra for him, so just seven points. <laughs> uh, pretty bad showing. Yeah, I agree. Plus, we Love still it. we still got their signals. So it's yep. <laughs> <laughs> if that under hits, that's on us. Like, yeah, this is a perfect time for the signal gate to come out because you know what? We already got them. <laughs> <laughs> so you can complain all you want there's nothing you're gonna be able to do about it yeah keep complaining we got your signals try to call a play we know what it is <laughs> leaders in the best baby <laughs> go blue oh man <laughs> well have a fantastic weekend everybody i think we'll go ahead and wrap this one up unless you got anything else we want to talk sounds about sounds good all well thanks again for joining us go blue go blue catch you guys in the next one see ya